the next few questions Aaron and I and you we've been talking about getting together and doing this podcast episode so first of all I actually found you on Instagram you were singing somebody you were on the piano you sounded like an angel (laughs) I mean I can't remember who it was what song it doesn't matter how long ago was it it was a while ago. Like, I want to say... Most likely Taylor Swift. Most likely. Okay. It was like the voice of an angel. And I was like, who is this guy? Oh, my God. And then I went and stalked you and looked at, like, <laughs> all your photos and, like, your videos. And I was like, oh, my God. I love him already. And then I told Aaron about you. And then I listened to an episode of yours. How did you come about, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> my God. Besides coming out of your mother's womb, that's obviously how you came about. Oh but first, first, came out of, first came out of my mom's womb, yes, that, that was the first part. Um, but, you, know, you know, that was necessary for everything to come into, you know, fruition. But, but you know, I think that what happened was I've always been super, super theatrical. So I started out, you know, like doing the school plays and all that good stuff. And I actually, like, my mom had gotten me, like, an acting agent when I was young. And I would always do this weird thing, and and it was, like, a detriment to my career. And I didn't realize where I got it from until I got older, and I realized my mom was kind of like this. But what would happen was I would have a really cool opportunity put in front of me, and all I would have to do was just, like, you know, Thing or, or you know, go to an audition, and then what would happen would be, like, right before it, I would totally chicken out and just be like, nah, I, I don't want to do it anymore. So I was put on, like, these crazy movie auditions. Like, I got an audition for the movie The Lovely Bones, like, way, and back in 2007, and I was up, I was, like, one of, like, the last 10 people up for this part in it, like, the guy character in it, and, oh, wow. um, 
I, I ended up chicking out and not like, doing the audition. And uh, some, I know some like Broadway camp thing, like the, the, the musical 13 on Broadway had an audition for um, like one of the last callbacks and I chickened out. And so then I guess what happened was I got into high school and just put all my energy into the plays and stuff. And I ended up, you know, developing kind of a funny Instagram, just doing like my day to day, like bullshit, like what I talk about and stuff. And that's really where I got my start was, was Instagram. And, uh, you know, I, I sing, I, I do piano, and then also developed a love for, like, kind of, like, pop culture commentating and, you know, comedy videos. And then eventually I was, I was sitting down with Margaret Joseph from the Jersey Housewives, and she said to me, you know, why don't you do a podcast? And, and why don't you, like, pair that with your Instagram? And so I did, and, and that's kind of how I got to where I am now. Oh my God, that is amazing. Well, thank goodness for Instagram so that we could find you. I, I know, right? <laughs> okay. Let's share with our listeners your age because if you don't mind me asking you. Mm, not at all. I'm 24 years old. Oh my God, you're such a baby. You have I know, so much of your life ahead of you. It's so exciting. And he's done so much already. I mean, so impressive. Oh, yeah. I'm happy that you say that because I remember being like, 17 or 18, I'm thinking that 24 was so old, and I literally just feel like I'm still a child. You know, so many of my friends, it's such a weird age, because people are now, like, you know, and, like, some people that I know are, like, getting engaged, and other people that I know are, like, still living at home. Some people I know don't even have, like, a job right now. They're in between, so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like, it's not, like, a horrible age. It is, like, this liminal, like, weird place, and I almost feel like now, like, 30 is the new 20, and 20 is, like, the new, like, 11 years old. Like, it's <laughs> Well, we're definitely going with 40 is the new 30, for sure. It sure is. <laughs> Sounds so cliche, but it really is just a number. I was just about to say that. You took the words right out of my mouth. mouth. <laughs> my oh, your Saturn came out. My mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Tony, I can relate to you having that stage fright. I think we discussed earlier that I love to sing as well, and I wanted to be a lounge singer, but I had that crippling stage fright and it's just so uh-huh. sad to me because I know that I have talent and that I can sing and, and I, it just like keep it holds you back right it just holds you back from like you said experiences and opportunities and I see my daughter and she has this amazing voice and I just want to push her like just go for it have no fear just you know live yeah, your you best life right exactly so I can that. totally yeah relate. I don't even know if it was like stage fright for me because I was so good at like getting up on the stage and doing things Mm -hmm. it was always like whenever a big opportunity presented itself and like like I remember being like nine or ten years old and my mom had somehow landed me at the house of one of the producers of Disney and he had discovered like remember Allie and AJ yeah yes yes um and a lot of like the Disney channel stars of like that time and I was at the house and they had like made a demo CD for me and and they said you know and it was in front of Allie and AJ were literally sitting there on the couch and and they said well why don't you sing something for us and I I didn't get like scared or like freak out I was just kind of like no, no, I'm not going to do it. And my mom was like, well, why aren't you going to do it? I'm like, because I don't feel like it right now. I, I don't feel like doing it. And, you know, it's funny. Then 
when as we got older and like my mom got offered to do a cooking show with Aisha Curry from um, on, on NBC and like all of this shit and she says no and it's like just this last kind of you know she's interested in the last second it's like well no and so oh, I really feel like the oh lesson God. here and something that I've taken and I guess internalized and then tried to put out into the universe is like you know you gotta spam people you gotta take every opportunity that comes your way because you never know when, when something small light might lead into something big or something big might fall through. So that's kind of my whole new motto is just, like, just freaking do it. I mean, like, okay. a Nike has the Just Do It campaign, but, like, mine is, like, just fucking do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Let's really, yeah. really dive into – it's called fear. I mean, honestly, this yeah. is fear. And I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about this because – now all three of us have this opportunity of having this platform and we're allowed to share with everyone, you know, because they, there's a lot of people that struggle with fear. And I myself, I mean, I can go on and on and on and tell you all about my, my, I call it the dark energy. I call it dark energy trying to come in and take over and say, nope, you're not going to do this. Nope. You're not going to succeed in this. Nope. Let me just let me just keep sprinkling fear all over you just so you don't go anywhere in life. And I'm done. I'm so done. I've told the yeah. universe, you know what? Fuck this. I'm tired of put shelving all of my ideas and just saying, you know what? No, there's no way I can get this done. Hearing that voice, like I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's it's called fear. Yeah, you're, you're so right. You're so right. I'm glad we're talking about this because we all have, uh, uh, all three of us have struggled with this. Erin oh, yeah. sharing about her lounge singing, yeah. you sharing about what you went through, and myself going through, you know, I've had so many opportunities, so many ideas. I mean, my brain is filled with ideas. I don't want to sound like I'm Miss Know-It-All, but unfortunately, I get scared and I just end up sitting on the couch looking at reality TV and thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I could be out there. People could be hearing my challenges and my obstacles, and why not? Yeah, you could be on one of those shows. You could be, you're watching them. You're like, I could be on there. Right. Right, right. And I call it voice in your head, you know, that just is, like, always doubting you or saying, like, you're not good enough or you can't do it. Yeah, or, you can't do it. Or like, like, what do you, what do you what think are you, you thinking? can do? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone has that. And Everybody like, does. You have to fight against that. Yeah. It's important. You wouldn't be where you're at, Tony, if it wasn't for what you went through. Oh, 100%. Right. You're unbelievably right. And I think also what had happened, too, was, you know, I, I was always very ironic. I was always, like, the nicest person in the world in high school. I was always very popular, had a lot of friends. I was homecoming king, like, and I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease going into my freshman year of college. And I think that what happened was it gave me kind of, like, this, not an edge to me, but, like, a little bit of cynicism. I was very annoyed uh, at all of the deterrences that it, it would cause me. And I almost said I couldn't go into my freshman year of college and had to take a year off. And then I eventually did have to take a year off because the treatment was too hard to do while being an hour away at school. And so it was like, you know, I developed this kind of edge to me that I think was really good for my humor and really helped me be like, well, you know, like, fuck this. Like, I am going to do this. It makes you put yourself out there more. I think that when you have a story, you put yourself out there more. Like, when I first got started with my podcast, 
I think that, I like to call it Amy Schumer humor. I think that people do it like that other comedians do it better, but it's kind of like this almost like self-deprecating humor where you know that the person <laughs> obviously is confident with themselves and loves themselves, <laughs> but they're not afraid to shit on themselves either and, and totally make themselves the butt of the joke. Um, and there's a fine line to ride through there because, you know, you want to get yourself like, I had to really kind of mold my image because, you know, I started doing my podcast and I already had the funny Instagram and, you know, I got myself on iHeart, I got myself on the CW, I got myself on Radio Andy. And from there, you know, you have people constantly being like, well, actually your image should be this or like this should be your vibe. And I finally found myself like a manager who in totality like loves me for what I do. And of course they suggest ideas, but they're not ideas that are completely going to change the landscape of who I am and what I've been through. And they're allowing me to kind of put all of that into one great hodgepodge of like who I am. So I kind of stopped my Tony C Corner podcast because I was sick of talking about housewives all the time. <laughs> Dove back into my business where I console people and help them. You know, in, in a way, it's, it's, it's social media, but it's really helping people truly be themselves online. And then also now I'm going to start a new podcast. We cannot wait for that. Can you tell us more about that, Tony? And then we want to sing your praises of being our wonderful consultant. Oh, my God. Well, so, so my new podcast is coming out. It's called That's The Way It Is. It is it literally inspired by one of my favorite songs, That's The Way It Is, by Celine Dion. <laughs> and no worries. There's no copyright. There's no copyright dispute there. I looked it up. It's a commonly used phrase, so I'm fine. Um, and, and Tony, that video you did song. recently was amazing. Oh, my that God. That was incredible. Uh, <laughs> I, I just love that song. I feel like it's, like, so, like, great and so empowering and I'm obsessed with like music theory and I love like that key change that happens from the bridge going into the last chorus oh, and it just yes. makes me feel like I want to like jump into a cold pool like it just it's so <laughs> right it's like yes. so this podcast is going to be basically about me and you know like certain struggles that we like go through and that I've been through and just kind of the idea of like you know what that's the way it is and how do we move forward and I'm going to have on comedians and reality stars some musicians and then you know kind of put it in contrast with having people like friends and family on or people who are just starting out like new podcasters because I think everybody deserves an opportunity to share their story so if I have this platform that like it's growing and that I'm blessed with then like you know, I would like to show new people coming up and help them to fully have an opportunity to tell their story. And this is why I'm funny, but because this happened to me, this made me funny. And it's going to just kind of be like a story. And, and of all these little moments in life where we're like, well, that's the way it is. And, and so that's going to be the gist of the new show. We cannot wait to tune into this. I mean, it's going to be beyond amazing and the fact that you consult us and you're so amazing at guiding us and give, giving us the best advice oh i mean you've you really really helped have us helped us get yeah. to another level with our podcast you know awesome. we're so grateful they're awesome and and you have so you have such great personalities and like when you're consulting somebody and you know trying to help people grow themselves i i, I think that sometimes the advice that people need to hear the most is that like they're worth it. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a podcast host, whether you want to be like a fashion influencer, whether you're just somebody who, I I have some clients who are like, 
listen, I haven't been on social media in six years because it scares me and it makes me depressed. How do I go on there and show my true authentic self? And that's what it comes down to is being like, you know, this is like Demi Lovato and fucking Camp Rock. Like, this is real. This is me. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, push yourself out there to the fullest extent. Of course, you got to like help people if somebody wants to be like a meme account or somebody is, you know, doing a pop culture podcast. Of course, you have to you know, put up images that aren't photos or videos of you. But I always say put yourself behind it, whether that's in the caption or whether that's in the order that you post or, you know, the commentary that you make. Like, it's, it's all about the person behind the account. So I think that's some of the best advice that I try to give people and work on, work on with them. Like, now how does this post, like, you know, represent your brand and who you are and the best qualities about you? So that's really what I try to put out there into the world. See, and we're so grateful for having you in our lives because um, you truly take the time to talk to us. You're I mean, you're for us. You're a popular guy. I mean, we <laughs> see you on Instagram stories. You're hanging out with all your friends. Yeah. It comes within your heart. You're you like have a a heart of gold. Yeah. And I'm not just oh. saying that. I could I could honestly. Feel it from you every time we talk or we conversate. Yeah, I mean, the first time we reached out to you, you know, it was just like a warm hug coming back to us. I mean, we just felt so, like, understood and appreciated and, you know, we're just so happy that we found you. We could just gush about you all day. But, you know, we we want to tell our listeners, like, if you are wanting to start a podcast or really any new career or maybe you're struggling in your current career – Reach out to Tony. You will not be disappointed. You he will give you guys. that guiding hand, that that listening ear. You know, he's not judgmental. He's very just real and, and honest, kind-hearted, you know, really cares about his clients, and you are his friends. And he's honestly, like, he really does listen to you. He genuinely takes the time. You know, there's people that are, that talk, and then there's that person that, you know, you're that you're talking to and they're not really hearing you. They're yeah. not really. He really uh, listens. Yeah, he, he really, really does. Tony, right? I mean, that's he, why he's amazing at what he does. And you guys go out and check him out on his Instagram page. DM him and let him know if you need help, like Aaron was saying. Yeah, tell him that we sent you. <laughs> tell him he's Aww. he's our fairy angel. Yes, you're our fairy godfather. Our podcast oh, godfather. Guys. Yes, you are. Erin and Erica, you guys are freaking amazing. <laughs> and I'm so happy we found each other. And, I you know, know I appreciate all your words. And, you know, I, I'd love to help people out with this. I want to talk about, I want you to spill it all about current pop current culture. Current pop culture. Like the hot topics that are going on right now. What about Tyler? Tyler? Let's talk about that. Tyler got like the best gig in the world, didn't he? <laughs> like, by, by uh, this reality show. I mean, everybody hated on Jed for going mm-hmm. on the show for quote-unquote the wrong reason. But to be honest, like, let's be fair, I think everybody kind of goes on it for one reason and one reason only, to become famous. I really don't believe that anybody goes on it to find love. I, I just truly don't. And if they do go on it to find love, for some reason I feel like they're usually the first or, or second person who's, who's kicked off. And, and that's a shame. I, I truly believe that somebody like, you know, Matt Donald, like, went on there to, like, find love. I think that he also had, like, a platform that he wanted to, to grow to help with, you know, American Sign Language and, yeah. and stuff having to do with his family. But, but, you know, luckily that people like him make a good impression and, and they, they stick around and, be, and remain relevant. But, 
you know, like, for example, this guy, Tyler, like, I, I 100% think he's the hottest guy I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, did you see his latest photo? Oh, my goodness. I, I can't even look at them during the day. <laughs> no. No, bitch. Pull it up right now. Pull it up. Please. Oh, is this the one with him and Mike, or is it the one before of him without the shirt? It's him in his underwear. Uh-huh. What? Where? I don't see it. Um, it, who, okay, who tagged it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys are Okay, scared. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to send, I'm going to text it to you. And then when we hear you oh, screaming, you we'll know you got it. Oh, wait, I see it. I see, I see it. It's oh. the one, it's the one, yeah, I see it. Oh my God! He, oh. Must have, he must have deleted it from his actual feed for some oh, reason. Really? Okay, good. So you found it. Oh He's in his undies, right? Oh my God! Holy fucking shit! I can't. There, there's just something about him that, like, I feel like he's not your generic-looking white guy. And a mm. lot of people I've seen say that they're like, "Wait, why do they think that you know that freaking Tyler C is so hot?" And I'm like, I don't think that he looks like your generic white guy. I think that no. he's just like a god. Like, he looks. <laughs> unbelievable oh my god yes i agree with you he should be in a movie like a greek god come out bigger than thor give me like a greek Uh god like Uh just oh my goodness oh my god i mean the sky's the limit for this guy i think so uh he got the good end of the deal with this Gigi hadid thing and i don't know what you guys think but i'm not i'm not a fan of hannah b like How she picked, how she didn't pick him, and then all of a sudden she thinks that like he he needs to go on another date with her. Like you know he doesn't owe her anything, so they went on their other date. It looks like they might have had a sleepover, and guess what? He moved on, and I think she kind of made a little bit of like a bitchy comment about it. And I'm oh, like, no, but like, you don't get to do that, Hannah B. Like you don't get to do that. Like you didn't you didn't pick him. It's your fault. Sorry. So, Tony, can I give you my theory on this? I really think that Tyler and Gigi were in contact before that whole thing with Hannah even happened. Like, after. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, they were. They yeah. Were. Right. Yeah. So, it makes sense. I mean, it's Gigi Hadid. She's stunning. Okay. She's- and she's, she's so nice. She seems like just such a nice person. Too. Yeah, she seems like she's like a genuinely like I've heard good things about her too. Breaking news: Did you see this? That Britney Spears' doctor suddenly died. They don't really know the cause of his death, Ooh. and it's like kind of suspect because this is coming up on her new conservatorship hearing. We're like, uh, yeah, it just came out. Oh, Get damn. out! We all know about her dad, right? And the abuse allegations towards her son. Oh my god. The dad, yeah, he supposedly pushed one of her sons, Kevin Federline, stepped in and was like, I'm not having it. So he has a restraining order against Jamie Spears. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. It's getting crazy. We're spilling some tea here. Something going on with him. Oh, no. Well, isn't he sick or something? I thought he was like... It's a lie. It was all a lie. We haven't heard anything else about him being sick. That was, like, the dumbest excuse that they that they put out there. I believe that maybe something was going on, but, like, not to the effect that they were trying to promote. I mean, her tour was literally canceled because of something having to do with the conservatorship and her father. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind. There was something up there. It was weird. It's going to all come out. I have a feeling Britney's just going to take control of her life 
And, yeah. and she's with she the good has, guy now, it sounds like. She has every right to take control of her life at this point. I have, oh, you, yeah. have you seen her new man? He is hot. Oh, oh, Sam. Yeah, he's so sexy. Wow. Oh, my gosh. He's he's yeah, another one. Yes. They've been together for two years, I, right? Oh, wow. I feel like she really, really loves him. Oh, mm-hmm. she deserves that for sure. Yeah. Let's dive into uh, Kyle Richards. Claims she's not the reason Camille Grammer is leaving Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Oh. Oh, I totally believe it. I totally believe it. She has her hands in fucking everything. <laughs> she, it, it, on these housewife shows, it, it, there is always usually one woman on each show that kind of controls what happens. Oh, yeah. So they're those producers and they're, they're uncredited. So, like, for example, on New Jersey, it's Teresa Judy Check. Like, she calls all the shots. On Atlanta, it's Mimi Lee. On Orange County, it's Tamara Judge. Like, New York, it used to be Bethany before Bethany quit the show. I think that what happened was on Beverly Hills, I think Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle were both ghost producers. Mm-hmm. And Kyle, and, you know, she pushed the other one out. Yep, I totally agree with you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait, can I just real quick, I just need to say this because I've been wanting to get it off my chest. <laughs> Tamara Judge yeah. needs to get the fuck off Real Housewives of Orange County. I cannot stand her. I cannot <laughs> stand her either. And I am okay to say that in her face. And she tries to act like she's all badass. And like, I'm like, honey, please. First of all, <laughs> no. Like, she is. she needs to go. Like, where are these shows about showing women, empowering women? She is evil. She claims she's a Christian woman. She, honestly, I can't watch this season. It literally is, see, even Aaron's telling me to turn down the volume because I'm getting heated. I can feel myself getting so upset because I yell at the TV and I'm like, can you guys please fire her? She needs to go. Like It happens every year. Every year on this show, it, it happens with her. Is that she does something super fucked up. Everybody else gets to blame. And she's an uncredited producer. Like, she, like, this whole train thing with Kelly Thank Dodd. you. She's the one who brought it up. She's like, what about the train thing? And it's like, you want everyone else to take the blame, but you're the one that said it. Is Tamara an OG? Yeah. This, yeah. this happened a couple years ago. I don't know if you remember the season with Lizzie Robsteck. It was Shannon Bedore's yes. first season. And Lizzie came on called Tamara the fuck out, like literally called her out. Everybody was on Lizzie's side. Next season, guess who's not on the show anymore? Lizzie. It happens every time somebody comes on and calls her shit out. Yeah, they. she needs to go. They need to recycle. Like, thank God they let go of Vicky. I couldn't stand her either. I'm waiting. Vicky for me is like a staple on the show. Like, I think she sucks, but like Vicky like is the real housewives of Orange County to me. I think that her one-liners are so funny. I think she's so unbelievably self-unaware, which is the problem with Tamara. She's so self-aware. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Same with honestly like Bethany on New York. Like she knows what she's doing. Same with Kyle Richards. Like the people, I watch reality TV for people who don't know what the fuck they're doing rather than people who do. So, Tony, as far as Bethany goes, why do you think she left the show? Was that unexpected or was that pretty much predictable? I mean, it seems pretty unexpected. I mean, I think that what happens is sometimes in these shows, you know, people, they kind of run their course. And I don't think this was the time that Bethany ran her course. I feel like she had some longevity on this show. 
she was like the lead character. I, I don't know why. I know that she has a bunch of other deals with other production companies and MGM and all this stuff. So maybe before filming started, she just kind of said, listen, I think this is the end for me. Thank you, everybody, for, That's fair. you know, all your time. She has this new boyfriend. Her daughter's getting older now. That's true. Um, is so her divorce final? I don't know. Is her, it's, it's her divorce, divorce final? I feel like this, this divorce is never ending. I feel like it's been right. going on for years. Yeah. He's crazy. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. He's oh, yeah, crazy. I never yeah. had a good feeling about Jason, right? Jason? Yeah, he's crazy. I never, oh, even from sucks. the very beginning, I was like, ooh, I don't know, Bethany. Oh, yeah, he sucks. He's like crazy. He's, <sighs> he's like, oh, my God. He's it's like so um, that guy in that movie, the crazy guy. Um, um, In the show You? No, the <laughs> handsome guy. What's his name? This is going to bug the shit out know. of me. I don't know. Eric, not Eric Bant, Eric Eric, he played <laughs> Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, he played Batman. Um, an American. Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale. Is it Christian Bale? Yeah, you know he oh, was an American, American Psycho? Psycho. He's American, American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, he's Literally. Gay. So, Tony, is there anything else in the pop culture world that we, that you want to spill tea on? Because we're going to have a fun game well, with you next. No, not even spill tea, but I got to tell everybody listening that I would consider myself like person first, comedian, well, maybe songwriter second and comedian third, because I am just so enamored by like good writing and music and songs. And like, yeah. you know, I never wanted to be a Taylor Swift fan. Like, I don't even think Taylor Swift's like a person I'd be friends with in real life. Oh. And I am just so enamored by Taylor Swift's songwriting ability and her marketing ability. And this new album, Lover, for all of you out there, if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, if you think that Taylor Swift sucks, I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> all people who think that Taylor Swift sucks don't actually listen to her albums from the beginning to the end. <laughs> I think you got to go to this new album, and you got to start at the beginning and then listen to it. I don't know if you're going to if you're a long commute or you're going on a car ride. Listen to the whole fucking album. It is unbelievable i think it is the best piece of writing in the entire decade she is unbelievable at song writing i absolutely agree tony what's your favorite taylor swift song from the new album oh my god okay my favorite okay so i have two my favorite one of them is cruel summer okay i love 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 one part of that song in particular Towards the end, it's the part that's like, I'm drunk in the back of the car. That's my favorite, favorite part of the whole album. But that, that's not my favorite song. My favorite song on the album is called Death by a Thousand Cuts. Like, it's amazing. I love the whole entire fucking thing. I'm not going to lie. There's been other albums that I've listened to that I fast forward. Maybe a couple songs and I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. But this one is so fucking good. Like Tony said, yeah. from beginning to end. So we're Amazing. gonna we're gonna play Cruel Summer for our listeners. I seriously annoyed my husband and my son that weekend that it came out. I oh my god, they I were love annoying people. they were so <laughs> over it. My husband's like, we're chilling in the backyard at the pool drinking and then he you know he's grilling and i have the say over the playlist and i'm like 
We're going to blast Taylor Swift. And he comes in. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're playing her again? What are you, a teenager? And I said, yes, yes I, I am. am. <laughs> You're like, yes, I am a teenager. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. We had to play that song in your honor, Tony. We just had to. Oh, my God. Well, I, I very much appreciate it. I mean, it's the song. I mean, I mean, it's just like Taylor Swift legitimately ruins my love life. I'm telling you this right now. Every single time she comes out with a new album, I remember it happened senior year of high school. Okay. Then it was my sophomore year of college. Then it was, what was it, two years ago? So two, getting it 2017. And then this year, it always comes out like right around the fall when like things are changing. So it's a transitional period as it is. And it's always like maybe when I'm starting to like somebody, it's like I usually have a person or like two or three people that I associate a whole album with. Every time she releases something, I'm like, okay, you're about to ruin my life because now I'm gonna overanalyze things. I'm going to actually be drunk in the back of the car, crying like a baby yes. on my way to the bar. I love like, it. It, it. It's unbelievable. I'm so, so glad you brought up your love life. Can we talk about this? Yeah, please. What's going on in Tony's love life? Well, right now I am like just single as a Pringle. I am, uh, you know, I've been dating around. I've been having, like, I'm not going to lie, a couple one-night stands. Um, Woo! Cheers! Hold on, Tony. Hold on. Cheers! Definitely we're doing that in our 20s. Yes! I know. I just think that what happens with me is that very often I become, like, you know, I, I get in these vibes where... I'm kind of like jaded and I'm, I like to like talk about Taylor Swift's song Rep Getaway Car where she's like, all right, I'm always like, I'm going to meet somebody that I'm going to get in the getaway car. And they're like, what the fuck happened? And it's like, okay, what'd you expect? You met me when I was in a getaway car. <laughs> I have this other facet to myself where I'm like, wait, I actually really like this person. And then I end up completely destroying it by my like emotions. And I'm, I, I have like either two, two modes. I'm like freaking like, this hard ass fuck you like unapproachable person or I'm like Taylor Swift in the blank space music video like crying and screaming because <laughs> I saw that you texted someone else so there's literally no gray area it's like manic to the extreme so I just I, I don't know I don't know if I have time for anybody and and that's kind of my narrative and then like I meet somebody and I'm like well never mind I'll make some time so I think it's all about meeting the right person and usually it always happens to me in some random unforeseen circumstances i've lost over the last two years i've lost eight almost 80 pounds so i'm like finding myself being like hit on like a lot and i really Yay, like it good job. i know i'm in new york a lot philadelphia jersey like i'm always between these three places so i like have like my new york boys my jersey boys my philly boys like i like have like you know, I have people from each city. So I'm like coming off like a player right now, but like whatever, I'm just gonna play the field. <laughs> Wait, also, what about hashtag Mantucket? Can we talk about him? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, my my character? My bro character, my yes. Tucket bro. My bro Tucket character attracted the wrong audience. I had a bunch of straight girls in my DMs not understanding what was going on. Well, you want to hear something funny? I'm at the Eagles game. I'm like super drunk, and I was dressed <laughs> in a complete bro outfit yesterday. Okay, I was like in my Eagles polo with like my my backwards hat, my sunglasses, my jeans, and so I was dancing at the bar, and this girl was like starting to dance with me, and we were like grease the 
from the Summer Loving from Greece is playing, and <laughs> we're dancing, and then one of my girlfriends, Megan, comes up to me and gives me a kiss on the lips, and she like looks at me and she's like, "Fuck you! Like you have a girlfriend?" And I was like, uh, "I was like, wait, what did you think was happening here? Like she was she was trying to." hook up with me. It was the thought that I was like, cheating on my girlfriend with her and I was like, okay, like, no. Like, that is not what's happening here. So stuff like that does happen kind of often. Okay. Yeah. Because I love when you're like, broski and you're just like, so yeah. deep into it and I'm like, laughing hysterically. I'm like, oh my goodness. It's the fan's favorite. People are loving the character and I'm like, I'm going to keep giving it to them. Oh, for sure. Especially because football season is on now. It's like, Perfect. It is. And then you have your Miranda Priestley. Oh, my God. I just <laughs> love you. Oh, my God. I don't even know where uh, to begin. You guys, go to his Instagram. You know what, man? I, I've been wanting to make characters and, you know, do imitations because I love doing imitations. And <laughs> it's kind of like what you were saying, Erica, earlier. You're like, you know what? I just want to, like, instead of having these ideas and just, like, letting them sit, I'm going to actually start doing them. So I have this new manager, and they're amazing, and... We were talking and we came up with this idea of like cutting the actual together videos and putting them out there. And I said, well, I've thought of this for forever. And, you know, he's like, well, actually, can you fucking do it? So I'm just starting to do it now. I'm just going to put out content. Well, you have inspired us to do videos, too. We're still being very shy about it, but we know that we need to do that. So thank you for inspiring us. You have, (laughs) but I don't think... There's anyone quite like you out no. there right now. No, I, and we oh, need to tell our stop. listeners what his Instagram page is because please, they need to you guys be have to follow Anthony Lario. Oh. That's Anthony A N T H O N Y L A R I O. And trust us, you will not be disappointed. He's oh, fucking okay. hilarious. And go listen to Tony's Tea oh. Corner. He has had some amazing, amazing celebrities. Seriously, incredible guests. Yeah. Celebrities, everybody, they're all spilling tea with him. It is the best show, you guys. Go listen to it. Go tune in. Thank you, guys. Seriously, thank you so much for having me. You guys are awesome. You're going to keep growing. Find me on Instagram. I usually respond to my DMs. Sometimes it's like nuts. So, like, send me a DM, and, and we can chat if you want to do consulting or if you just want to, like, talk pop culture or just, like, talk funny shit. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and he it. is with a drink in hand, too. Absolutely. A truly. <laughs> you know it. And, and the jewel in hand, too. Even though people are all talking about dying from it, I'm like, whatever. I'm going to go out with my collapsed log. I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Tony. Oh, so much, so Tony. Much here love with you. us. That was, and that was so good. Thank right, you so you. much. Love you. Okay, okay bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed this episode with Tony. Thanks for mingling with us. Bye.